0: Section 16 of the Lincoln Storybook by Henry L. Williams. The Initiator Installed, read for LibriVox.org by David Fetterman. As a fruit of incessant study, Abraham Lincoln fitted himself to accept the post of a clerk at Ophit's store in New Salem in 1831. It was a responsible position requiring strict honesty. Intelligence, glib talk, attention, and courtesy to the few dames in the population of twenty households, with the back-settlement to hear from. In fact, Lincoln's gifts and cultivated acquirements made him such a favorite that the list of customers from out of town was extensive. This promotion of a newcomer nettled the bad element of the region. They were located from congeniality in a suburb termed Clary's Grove, Like the tail which undertakes to wag the dog, this tag constituted itself the criterion and proposed initiating any accession to the inhabitants. To take the conceit out of the upstart who had leaped from the flatboat deck to behind the counter at the store, the acme of a bumpkin's ambition, they selected their bully. This Jack Armstrong was held so high by Bill Clary, father of the Grove Boys, That he bet with Ofut, over-loud in his praise of his help, that Jack could beat Abe. And your Abe has got to be initiated anyway. Abraham refused, under provocation, to have anything to do with rough-and-tumble fighting, as known as scuffle-and-tussle and 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 wooling-and-pulling in short. These agreeable features promised to include all brutalities save gouging, which was unfashionable so far to the north but a man could not live quietly on the frontier without showing to such ruffians that his hands could shield his head. For the honor of the store, the clerk had to stand up to the opponent. The bout came off. In the first attack, Lincoln lifted the foe, though heavier, clean off his feet, but he was unable to lay him down in the orthodox manner, consisting in placing him flat on his back with both shoulder blades denting the earth. The semi-victor amicably said, Let's quit, Jack. You see, I cannot give you the fall, and you cannot give it me. The gang shouted for resumption of the sport, thinking this was a weakness of the competitor. They joined again, but Armstrong, having his doubts, resorted to foul play, kicking or legging, as the localism stands. Indignantly, Lincoln drew him up again and shook him in midair as a terrier does a rat. The rowdies, seeing their champion bested, shouted for him to make a fight of it, and probably they would have mixed in, and made a fight for all in another minute. But Jack had his doubts set at rest as to the prospect of overcoming a man who could hold him out and off at arm's length, and begging to be set down, grasped his antagonist's hands in friendship, and proclaimed him the best man who had ever broke into that section. The two became friends, and the gang gradually dwindled by this recession from their ranks of their Goliath. End of section 16. This recording is in the public domain. Recording by David Fetterman.